The following podcast contains explicit language and movie spoilers. You've been warned. No, seriously, there, there's spoilers and, and foul language. Yeah. Welcome to Extra Credits. Jason, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about, I'm going to use this word, an iconic music video, because I think this is really iconic, uh, Guns N' Roses' November Rain. Um, so I'm going to go around see who's here, and we're going to ask them, each person, what their favorite Guns N' Roses song is. So first, Gus, how you doing today, man? Very good, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? It's going to be Civil War. Civil War. That's a good one. That's a good one. There you go. There you go. That's why you didn't say it. That's a badass song. All right, Muggs, how you doing today? Another day. Another day. What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? I'm not being a homer here, but it is November Rain. It was my idea to do this, you know, but yeah, it is November Rain. Couldn't think of anything else. All right. All right, Erica. How you doing today, Erica? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. What's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? Knocking on Heaven's Door. Oh, there you go. There you go. Knocking on. Sorry. I thought Axl Rose was here for a second. (laughs) I was like, where'd Erica go? All right, David, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. Do you have a favorite Guns N' Roses song? You know, I'm going to go with a goldie but a goodie, uh, Sweet Child O' oh Mine. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And Kerwin, how you doing today, man? I'm cool. <laughs> Sweet. I love the enthusiasm. Um, what's your favorite Guns N' Roses song? I don't really have one, uh, so pick one for me. Um, that's tough. Uh, I, like, I like Night Train a lot. I like Night Train a lot. Not to be infused with the alcoholic beverage. Yeah. So, Jason, is that your favorite song? That's one of mine. I like Night Train. I like Mr. Brownstone a lot, too, so I'll, I'll choose that no one. No one said Welcome to the Jungle. No one said Welcome it's to the Jungle. just too basic. Or Paradise basic. City. Paradise City. Trying to be no obscure here. Yeah. They're all good songs. They're all very good songs. I'm just surprised no one said that. Basic. Okay, so I'm going to give some background on this video, uh, and then we'll get into it uh, kind of minute by minute what's going on and kind of dissect, pick our favorite moments, stuff like that. So... Uh, this song was released on their Use Your Illusion uh, number one. So they released a, a two-disc set back in 1991. This song was released uh, as a single February 18, 1992. Um, it's about eight minutes and 57 seconds long. The video itself is about nine minutes and 17 seconds on YouTube. So um, pretty, pretty long video, I think, for a rock song. Um, they call it a rock power ballad. Do you guys know what a rock power ballad is? I do not. I Absolutely do not. not. Hit I us would. with it. All right, so it's, it's a very generic kind of definition. It's usually slow tempo, and they have lush musical arrangements lush. that emphasize the melody and the harmonies. So John Bon Jovi. A, yeah, he, yeah, but this one's, I think, a little bit longer than most Bon Jovi songs, but right. typically, yeah, a little bit slower, a lot more harmonizing melodies, stuff like that. So that, that's what they consider this song. So just some facts about it. Uh, it hit number three on the Billboard 100 when it first came out. Uh, it's also the longest song in history to enter top 10 uh, Billboard 100. So oh, wow. at the time, it had one of the, the largest budgets ever for a music video of a million and a half dollars. Say that last, the long... The longest song in history to enter the top 10 Billboard oh, 100. Wow. So there's been other long songs up there. Stairway to Heaven, I would imagine, is up there, right? Yeah, the so, so this one, yeah, is actually the longest to enter the actual top 10, though. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so a uh, pretty big thing. Um, if you guys don't know who's in Guns N' Roses, we all pretty much know Axl Rose. Yes. Slash. So there's been other members. So at this time, Duff McKeegan, he's the bass player. Um, Matt Soren plays drums. Uh, a lot of people know Steven Adler, but Steven Adler, I think, quit the band in 1990. So on this song, in the in the recording, as well as playing it after, was Matt Soren, Izzy, and then Dizzy. They also played uh, guitar and backup vocals. So a little bit of history. Um, 
Axel Rose has been working on this song since 1983, but he really didn't know what to do with the song. It's based on a short story, actually, by Del James, who's actually credited at the end of the video. Uh, he was a rock journalist who actually became the, the band tour manager. The weird thing we were kind of talking about before we started this podcast was that uh, it also inspired two other videos, Don't Cry and Estranged. And some people will say that these three videos, including November Rain, are part of like a trilogy. Have, do you remember those videos? Because I don't remember them now. No, they are other rock power ballads, so similar kind of tempo, slow down, longer songs. But I And this is from fans? It's not from the actual band itself? or Don't Cry is a badass song. Yes. Have you seen the video? No, okay. it was just playing, and we turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> but but they but all three of these were 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 taken from these short stories. This the story is called "Without You" that Del James wrote. So um, and you said that this video was came out in '92, right? '92, and correct. he started working on this song in '83. Yeah, so that's impressive. I mean, wow. and the, and the original version of the song was 25 minutes long. So I mean, this is already a long song, you know, pushing nine minutes. It's a short nine minutes, though, like we talked about earlier, right? But it's it's but yeah, it's a long song. Yeah, so they, they did play it, I think, in 86 at some Nazarene church or temple. They, they just tried playing it when they were doing some big tour overseas, uh, and it was about 18 minutes, and then they shortened it down to about nine. Wow. So uh, it was dire- this video is directed by Andy Morahan. He's directed tons of music videos throughout the 80s and 90s. George Michael, some of his videos, Ozzy, Van Halen. And the cool thing about this video, when you think about it, you know, this is pre-YouTube, obviously. So this video, November Rain, has the most views of a video that's pre-YouTube. So in 2019, it hit 1.1 billion views. That's almost like pre-internet views. Yeah, so anything pre, so this, so yeah, you're, you're not true. talking like of all time, you're talking a pre-YouTube music video. This yeah, one that's has wild, because yeah. we're going to get into like super big hits on the internet until like 2000. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you can think of other, you know, contemporary people that are going on right now that might have billions of views, but when you talk about a music video that's made pre-YouTube, it's kind of interesting that they ha- this, this video is it. This is like MTV. Like, I think, it, it. does anyone think remember when it was on, I know I'm old as shit, okay, but does anyone remember when it was on MTV? Do you guys remember? Because this was a big deal between me and my dad. Like, he loved it. I thought maybe I wasn't allowed to watch it, but times because of my mother. But then I think I snuck with my dad one time. Because it was always on, Sorry, you know? Sorry, Mary. Yeah. My, my <laughs> but, like, we, like, we kind of bonded over this. It was like, hey, this is music right here, you know? And it, it was just great. Like, I Wait, loved this what video. Year this I think that's again? super cool. Uh, 92. So it was I was 10 years old. I was born in 82. Yeah. I was five. Yeah, I was born in 91, but I, I think it's super cool that. Yeah. You bonded with your dad over oh, this music. And if it comes out, you know, we, we will dad, watch it together. You know, Yeah, my dad still. got here in 83. Right. And he fell in love with this type of music. Oh, nice. I was so nice. happy that he was playing this all the time with me. So another interesting thing is that for most viewed 80s video movie, they also have the winner of Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, wow. Oh, so most few... In the 80s? Yeah, that one has 692 million views it's on YouTube. It's Guns and Fucking Roses, right? I mean, they were just great. That's true. And you got to imagine, MTV at this time, it's just coming... It's getting big. Right. You know, it was back when it was music television. Yeah, right? it's not, <laughs> not, not Kardashians and But other it's, stuff. it's weird that it's still carrying on over to YouTube. So yeah. I feel like older people are like, man, I remember that video when I was younger. And well, like, and I want to piggyback... I literally looked up a video, because we always talk about movies, I looked up best music videos of all time, and it goes into stuff, you know, where Justin Bieber, other things, you know, but literally this was number one of everything, and I was surprised to see that, because it's like... I would be be surprised if Justin Bieber beat 
No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's how current this list was. Oh, it had all okay. those on, but at the very, it was November rain, okay. number one. That and I was like, like, and I was like, totally like, yes, you know, that's, I agree with everything then about this whole list. It's but, a great video. Yeah. Yeah. For it being really long and being back in 92, it's still, you know, holds water today. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Well, like we discussed earlier when we were watching it, cause there were some of us that didn't see it yet. We didn't even know that 10 minutes went by. It's a 10 minute video. <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of daunting. You're like, oh shoot, I got to watch this 10, almost 10. You're right. Nine minutes and 17 second video. And you like go through it and you're like, oh my God, I felt like it was two or three minutes. Yeah. Right. Like it's done that well or the song is that good. I don't know. You can... I think it's more so that the song is that good. You kind of forget about what you're watching. I, I mean, not to, not to get off track here, but like when Metallica has, you know, the orchestra behind them, like anytime like a big rock band like that throws an orchestra behind them, I don't know, something like magical happens yeah. and like whether it's on video or just the song itself, but and then one question I always get from Muggs all the time when we're just talking about music or whatever, what's the meaning of the song? What do you think this song means? So I came prepared today nice. with, with the meaning of what this song was. So Axel Rose in an interview wrote uh, or said that uh, November Rain is a song about not wanting to be in a state of having to deal with unrequited love, meaning love that's not being reciprocated back to you. So someone that is that you're in love with, but not necessarily completely in love with you. I bet Maga gets that on the daily. <laughs> That's deep. Wow. Burn. Anyway. Uh, no, I meant people are in love with Mike. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't think Muggs loves that comment you made. About <laughs> oh, there it is. Coming in hot. There it is. There's the pun. So a little synopsis, and then we'll get into the actual video. Um, so he's in love with a woman, but she is no longer in love with him. So, meta- so one of the metaphors in the video is there's a lyric that says, it's hard to hold a candle in the cold November rain. So a candle he's holding is his love for her while the rain is the absence of her love it is difficult to love someone who doesn't return the feeling his love will die as will the candles flame go out from the rain so he doesn't want this to happen but it will unless she can recover her love so that's wow. that's, that's depressing so you, yeah depressing you also told me there's a couple scenes where she looks like she's just depressed or unhappy when the camera's just on her face and not with Axel or the band or whatnot, correct? I feel like that happens when she gets sorry to cut you off, but I feel like that happens when she gets in the car. That, well, he noticed that that's one thing, and then there was another time too, right? Where Well, um, both times are relatively right around the same time when she's getting into that car. Like She gets in, she's kind of looking away, and then they, they, they cut to something else, and they come back to her in the car right after the ceremony. You just see look, the see look on her face, and it's yeah. just it's not happy. So i got to give a shout-out. So caring.com, K-E-R-R-A-N-G.com. They break this down almost in five-second increments, the whole video. So they title this a probably far too forensic analysis of Guns N' Roses' November Rain video. Um, the one that wrote all this, his name's uh, Mike Rampton. So I kind of took some notes on what they noticed and chime in when you guys think this is one of your favorite parts or you didn't like this part. I'll kind of say the same okay. thing. So okay, again, I'll set the scene a little bit. So it opens up and it's that blue-black kind of dark tone. And something unusual happens. They actually show the name of the video, of the song. Right. I guess, I mean, when I think about music videos I've seen, the I little you never see them. The left hand corner, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, but you never see them like almost have a graphic right. of the, the title of the video. So that's kind of different. Again, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, I mean, next to Axel's bed is like a tub of pills, booze, an ashtray. And he takes a pill, right? Doesn't yeah, he, he yeah. takes some pills and he gets into bed. Um, he takes pills, then takes off his shirt, then he gets into bed, which I don't know, it's kind of a weird order, but that's what he does. <laughs> Um, next scene is they go into, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, the Orpheum Theater in L.A. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, with the full orchestra. You know, you got Axel sitting at the piano. I think classic Axel. He's got 
you know, the bright it's, red. He's got the bandana. Axle. He's got the glass. That's hot Axel? That's hot Axel. Okay. Him now is not so hot. <laughs> Looks like Mama Fratelli from the Goonies, okay? <laughs> it's so bad. Dude. Okay, this is back in 92, so and he's still, he's still a good-looking so dude. <laughs> hey, people oh. age. But yeah. again, you see, you see it sitting on top of the piano again. Booze in an ashtray. But so. that, that part is directed very nicely. I think it's pretty impressive at the, is it the, I don't even, what you said. So this is what, at the or, 17 second mark when they go into But no, the, I'm saying the, 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 the theater. theater yeah, yeah, I think it's really well done there. Yeah, no, and they were actually, from what I was reading, they were actually playing. And uh, it's funny that they point out that these fans that are, or these, these fake fans that are sitting in the audience are not real Guns N' Roses fans. Oh. Because they actually sit there for hours and hours and hours and listen to them play the same song. So I, I think. Sign me up. I would have done this. Out of it. Yeah. So we cut to 35 seconds in. Now we're switching gears. Where they cut to a wooden church, and it's in New Mexico. Oh. They don't really tell you that, but it's in New Mexico. So it's not in Amboy, California. <laughs> so I heard Dave and kind of talking about it, but yeah, they actually transport this like dilapidated building into this area where they used to. Sh- they shot this movie called it. Silverado in '85. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they call it like the Silverado Movie Studios, but essentially it's in the middle of New Mexico. And they had multiple crews work on this little church. So within one day, they got to look the way that you see in the movie. Or in the video, I'm sorry. So it's not a real church. So not a real church. It was church. in Victorville. <laughs> no, it's it in New Mexico. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. So it's pretty crazy that interior walls can be lifted away. Like it's all like they can all piece it apart like at the drop of a hat. Wow. So like within a day, they put this together really well. We see Axel in there with the piano, but this time no orchestra. You're going to notice throughout this video, there's lots of jumping around. Right. So you got to really pay attention. You kind of have to watch it a few times to get what's going on. You watched it a total of four times today. Yeah, so I think we <laughs> got to watch it again after this. <laughs> we are. We are. I, I think I need to watch it again. <laughs> I just really want to pay attention to pieces. So now we go, we, we cut back to Axel in the church. This is at 58 seconds. Uh, he's in different clothes now. There's some green. He is? Yeah. So, okay. Well, we see Axel in his bed. So he's wearing whatever. Now we see, then we saw him at the theater, so he's wearing the red. And now they cut to him, and what we're supposed to expect is this wooden church. They pan through into the, into the church. He's wearing like a brown leather jacket now. Oh, he is. He is yeah, okay. so he's wearing something different now. Uh, there's some green screen work, which I think is... Is it really? Oh, yeah, with the clouds. Remember, it, it pans, the church goes oh, away. Oh, you're right. Then you see there the clouds. Is, yeah. so, so at the minute and two part, we finally hear some drums. There you go. Drums come in pretty big. Um, it's nowhere near the height of the song. But, you know, remember, it's nine and a half minutes. So yeah. uh, he comes in, six notes. You know, you think the song's about to start, but it doesn't. Um, so then we pan to the new church. So we have the old wooden church that's in New Mexico. Now we're at St. Brendan's in L.A., uh, where the wedding is about to take place. It's about a minute, six in. So right now, just to kind of recap, we have four different timelines going on. Guns N' Roses playing with the orchestra at the theater. Right. We have the wedding. The wedding. We have the small wooden church. And then we have Axel in his room. Right. Yes. Taking the pills. Okay. Very top gun of him, too, with that color scheme. Take my breath away. That's, okay. what, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I was like, where did I know this from? I was like, holy crap. That's what I thought, too. Okay. So at a minute 19 in, this is a weird part where the trickle of blood comes down Jesus' cheek. Did you guys yeah. see that? Um, there wasn't real an explanation for it. Um, but this guy that, that does this, again, his name is Mike Rampton. He says that. Just a reminder, it's hay fever season. Don't rub your eyes too harshly. Oh, that's... <laughs> wow. I don't know. I had to include that because I thought that was kind of funny. That was probably not oh, David's over here cracking up about it. What were you going to say? So I don't one... think that's it. <laughs> I don't think so either. I just thought it was hilarious. That's what he, his mind went to. Minute 21, you know, Alex is, uh, sorry, Axel's, you know, tossing in his bed. And a minute 30, a full one and a half minutes in, we finally hear Axel's voice. So until this point, we don't hear 
any singing at all. See, I never it took noticed. That long. See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't notice that either because the music and the video is so good, or just the music in general. You're yeah. like totally. Yeah. yeah, I never thought it was that long of a duration. That's insane. At a minute thirty-six, uh, we see Axel's then actual girlfriend in hot, real life, hot. Yeah. Stephanie Seymour. Still hot, by the way, at fifty. She's fifty years old now. Yeah, oh she's banging. So she was a Victoria's Secret model. How many beers, Gus? I can't answer that. <laughs> Zero. So she she also <laughs> Zero. Funny thing is, she also appeared in the Don't Cry video, um, and the, her dress, I guess, inspired a lot of knockoffs. Okay, but before we go on, yeah, you told me that they were dating at the time. Her and Axl Rose, is that yeah. true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So this is actual girlfriend at the time. Man, what a lucky guy. Yeah. Not so lucky right now. Not so lucky right now. It looks like we grandma. still got money, but yeah. <laughs> still lucky. He's rich as shit. True. So the dress was inspired by uh, a woman named Carmela Sutera, and it cost about eight grand to make just her dress. So That's it. Yeah, it doesn't seem that expensive. That's like an right? average wedding gown for a low-class wedding. Yeah, you would never think like the dress was that cheap considering the grand entrance she made. Well, then again, so, it's just a video. I think it's pretty irrelevant. I on. could have made that into like a toga in college, like out of bed sheets and stuff for, <laughs> for $12 at Joanne's. Any, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> at, okay. I'm going to just move along. Uh, at about the two minute, one second mark, the first look at Axel in the church wearing what looks like, um, now I don't know if you guys noticed this, but did you guys see the tux he was wearing or the suit he was wearing? The blue one? Yes. Or the uh, It's like a church. black and it has gold around it. Okay. It's like the Beauty and the Beast suit. Yeah, kind of. uh, it kind of lo- also looks like a bullfighter because it has the long tail oh. on the jacket. It, it's, it's I, I remember the long tail. I don't know the color scheme, though. Yeah, I mean, but th- I think this part's interesting because I don't really know Axel except for with the glasses and the bandana on. So it's interesting to see his full face. Yeah. Which is what I said earlier, too. I was like, I don't like Axel without the glasses and the bandana. Yeah, I don't it's know if weird. I... It's kind of weird. It takes I liked like, it. I don't know why I liked it. His bangs. It was just... revealing. He was, he was being vulnerable. And then in the scene, too, just throwing it out there, his hair is actually longer than Stephanie Seymour's, too. So a lot of people thought he was really brave to not only shoot this scene with a woman that's taller than him, but also have longer hair than she did. Yeah, my ego would have been shot if she was taller than <laughs> If it was Stephanie taller, Seymour, check. for reals. Longer hair, check. <laughs> so just, just a side note, a lot of people are smoking in this video. A All lot of people are smoking cigarettes. Way to go, big tobacco. <laughs> but... I don't know. I know, Erica, you kind of said it earlier. Slash kind of makes it look cool, though. Oh, he looks hot, dude. He's playing the guitar out in front of that little church with that cigarette just dangling in his mouth. I was like, oh. He makes it look kind of cool. He looks cool. I still think anyone looks cool smoking cigarettes if they have, like, some sort of value to society. If... Nah, that might be a little confusing. He has charisma, and he I does. think it's yeah. fucking okay. slash. And yeah. he has the hair too. He, and like it's, it's, the just, hair too. it's just just the whole in and the that, wind. The background, it's got the the. Yeah, it's it stick in his mouth. I'm gonna walk around with a stick in my because mouth. Because if one yeah. of us were to put a stick in our mouth like that, we'd look stupid. Or a jewel. Yeah, or a jewel. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, super cool. Super cool. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Um, priest Gian Antonio. I can't pronounce that very well. I'm sorry. We'll just call him Tonio. Um, uh, he's actually uh, one of, so the, the priest that's actually doing the ceremony with Axel and uh, Stephanie, he's actually a real priest. He actually worked at that church, which I thought was kind of cool. And he's a pal of Axel's. Now we enter our fifth timeline, which is when they go to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Right. Which is pretty famous in L.A. So, again, they're kind of, because we see the wedding already, but they kind of go back 
and we see Stephanie and everyone, the band, everyone sitting there drinking, having fun. So we're assuming that this is before the wedding. Right. Which looks like a blast, by the way. It looked like a blast. And one weird part that I caught on to was that Slash let Stephanie try on his hat. Did you guys see that? No. We're yeah. going to rewatch this video when we're done with this. Right after. Right after. So go to the wedding. Uh, Slash forgets the, the rings. He's like, you know, touching around. I can't find the rings. Duff McKeegan actually has them on his, on his hand. So he gives them to Slash. You know, everyone's kind of shaking their head. At three minutes and 22 seconds. This is kind of a goofy thing, but do you see the big ring that, sla- that Axel's wearing oh on his God, finger? Oh, my God. I loved uh, it. That, like, talon-looking thing? It, it looks yeah. like a metal yeah. claw yeah. that's yeah. off yeah. of his hand. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty... Uh, pretty badass and then at three minutes and 40 seconds so this is where we see slash he starts swaggering down the church aisle he walks out of the church in la but all of a sudden he comes out of the small wooden church if i'm going to pick a trash or treasure that's one thing i that's one thing i didn't like um i just very well known how big or deep that church is that other one is like the size of a doghouse (laughs) let's let's not mention that his outfit changes too yeah and he has a guitar all of a sudden no that literally hat, was everything. the size of a doghouse. I was yeah. like, how do you fit all these people in this church? But I think this part is, again, now my treasure is probably this part right the, here. The guitar solo, right? Yeah. So uh, this is a pretty iconic, you know, slash guitar solo. Phenomenal. He's got He's got the rock star stance, you know, his feet. The just, leather. The yeah. leather leather chaps on jeans. I'm the wind with the hair, you know. Yeah. Shirt, cigarette in his mouth. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you get all that wind and that dust because this scene was shot from a helicopter. Oh, wow. David is actually playing a video sitting next to me of just repeat slash in the in the wind. <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the wind, the dust blowing. Again, no hat, no sunglasses for slash. So I think this is pretty cool. We don't see that a lot, especially now. Vulnerable. Every time we see him, yeah. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. But like Erica pointed out earlier, uh, the guitar is not plugged in. So It's an electric guitar that's not plugged in. Yes, yeah. there's no amps, there are no speakers, there's no pedals, there is no whammy bar, and his guitar is whammying. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I guess... Trash. I, yeah, little, little that's trash. That's the only right trash I, I think I can get. just imagine them shooting this, and you just hear, like, shuffling of feet. The <laughs> helicopter? Completely whoa, quiet. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I guess the, the, pilot, the pilot came up to, uh, to Slash, and he's like, hey, you know what, like, I'm the pilot... Slash producer, slash this, slash like that. like you're saying, slash, slash, slash. That's and then slash, there. slash to start slash. He's like, I, I, I'm just slash, so. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pun for Jason? So. That's go. actually an, a quote, but yeah, I mean. I guess oh, was that a real like a combo <laughs> pun. That was like a combo pun that he just got. We'll so, just let it be your pun. Okay, I, I, get, I got it on the board. Okay, All right, cool. he's on the board. So cut back to the wedding. So this is what I was talking about. You kind of alluded to her earlier. Stephanie doesn't seem happy getting into this car. Right. So they, they show her twice. She just doesn't look happy, and I feel like that kind of goes back to maybe when I was talking about the, me- the meaning of this song. They're kind of alluding to that. And then, again, we cut back to Slash in the desert after that, you know, playing his, his guitar. Again, something I noticed was there's, like, a fence around the church. I don't know why there needs to be a fence because there's no one around there. You don't have to keep anyone out. At five minutes and 51 seconds, cut back to the live performance now in the theater. So just so you guys know, the song was performed multiple times over over hours. So I think this is kind of cool. And from what I've heard, this is very unlike Guns N' Roses. They actually played different songs in between takes to just, kind of entertain the crowd. Oh, wow. Oh, because like a, a free Guns N' Roses concert. Kind, Yeah, kind of was. Yeah. Um, and they got paid. And they probably got extras. paid. Yeah, they were paid extra. So they, these weren't Guns N' Roses fans, so they were willing to put up with all the BS of like staying there for hours and hours hearing the same song. So they felt appreciative and did that. That's so not fair, man. God. Why can't we do that now? What's well, not fair about that? Because like, no, like I'm saying like I would love to have been one of those people. 
Like 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 they literally got like a free concert. Yeah. They're in like the most iconic movie imagine, I mean, uh, music video of all time. Imagine the amount of work it would take to bring over Guns N' Roses fans to get that type oh, of yeah. thing filled. It's too costly. Just saying, I wish I was one of those actors. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I wish a lot of things. <laughs> So just, again, to kind of close out the theater, uh, the theater is also used for The Last Action Hero and Transformers. So this is actually a pretty famous theater in Hollywood. Transformers? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think of the scene. I, I didn't, I didn't have to I, I know Last up. Action Hero, but I can't think of Transformers. Do you remember Transformers? Mm-hmm. What scene, Kerwin, maybe? From the uh, 20, or 2007 film? The first one, Yeah, right? the first one. I, I, I don't know of any scene that it would have been. I, I can't remember either. It's just credited on there. I'll have to, we'll to look it up right now. See if we can see that church. Um, then we get to cake cutting time with Axel. Now in the blue jacket. I'm guessing this is the reception from the wedding. Um, I don't know if Erica or you guys thought this is weird that Stephanie's wearing a black dress now at the reception. She's in mourning for marrying Axel Rose. I'd marry Axel Rose. What? <laughs> what? Let's I don't know. Let's talk about that. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is uh, just. <laughs> anyway. All right, we're just, gonna have, we're gonna have to slash that from the episode. <laughs> slash or axe it from the. Oh! <laughs> Jason is Damn. winning. The Look at Jason. Count. He definitely rose to the occasion. <laughs> oh, now they're tied. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Another tie. It's so a battle. Just keep track. This is the sixth costume change that Axel's done by this point. Uh, at six minutes and twenty nine seconds, uh, everyone's dancing, fun. Uh, again, we see smoking, Duff McKeegan smoking in the background. Six minutes, 42 seconds, it starts raining. Kind of kind of alluding to the title a little bit, saying, hey, like, hey, hence the title. Um, but this scene is the weirdest scene to me. Like, all mayhem breaks out. Because it's raining. Because it's raining. So yeah. you see people, like, Diving. You know, men, men are trying to dra- grab their jackets, put on women. That $1,000 wedding cake was destroyed. Yeah, so like but, it rained. No, the one guy went through it. Well, I know, but I yeah. know all because of the rain. I, uh, if you watch the video when they're cutting the cake, isn't there like a patio area that's completely covered by the rain? They all go underneath these tables with the. Oh yeah. I'm like, look at there's 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 safety right there. There's a house, you know. Like, yeah, that, yeah. There's when, a building next to you <laughs> yeah. guys. Was that when what's his name jumped over the cake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that that guy that actually jumped through the cake, his name is Ricky Ratchman, who used to host uh, the head Headbangers Ball at MTV. So he was actually um, a What if TV. that had a lot to do with the video in itself? Rain can't be that bad for people, Acid right? Acid rain. As- <laughs> what if it's the eighties? It's the eighties. That part right there was like, this is why whatever Guns N' Roses thinks. Well, Stephanie Seymour died, this- so clearly this. We rain- haven't got there yet. Oh. You don't know yet. Yeah, Bef- we. Yeah, Before we you see that, though, you do see a bottle of wine being spilled, red wine, yeah. on the white tablecloth. And I want to know, is there anything about that see, or significance? I, I didn't see anything about that. Why the fuck do they show it? Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's like, like absolutely absolutely I've always wondered, like, that is that like her like bleeding? I, I don't know. Like, visually, Geisen says visually pleasing. I think visually pleasing. It was. That's all, that's, all you, that's all we're going to get out of it? Someone yeah. just spilled like, Hey, that Pino looks Pino cool. Put it in. The Pinot Noir fell over. It's okay. It happens. Yeah, but I, I, I kind of know what you're saying. Like, you, yeah. you kind of think that's alluding to something's going to happen or has happened yeah. in that moment. Um, it's like right on your wedding day. I thought that was supposed to be good luck, though. It is. Yeah, really? well, it wasn't in this case. No. Um, she died. So, okay, so now she dies, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but with the song part, like, you think it's over. It slows way down. 
right. it almost goes silent, and then we go into like almost like part two of the song. Yes. So yeah. this is again like about seven minutes in. This is not my treasure of the music video, but it's my treasure of the song. I think it's the most powerful part because it changes in a total direction, and you hear like it's just like that different. I don't, I don't know how to like describe it, you know. But then you hear the guitar solo going. Oh, it's, it's oh, great. Well, yeah, like that guitar it, solo. It gets yeah. almost silent, and then you just hear like the synth come in. Of and the, it, yeah. yeah, and, and then and also the piano, right? Yeah, the part of the, yeah. yeah. So Which I didn't know Axl Rose played the piano that well that's him playing it though right yeah that's yeah. him playing uh, it yeah so again seven minutes ten seconds in Steph is dead in the coffin okay we gotta stop why did she die how did she die see uh, again I don't know either. like all of a sudden rain comes yeah. and you don't see her at all and then she's dead well I mean I don't know how she dies but I think I need to see more evidence to figure that out <laughs> Oh, my God. Kerwin's back. No, I'm serious. I have no idea why she died. I was watching the video for the first time today. I think it's because she married, and that is basically something she It's over, huh? It's it's, it's basically over. She died. (laughs) The end of life is getting... Yeah, I don't know if they... Figuratively. So no one get married is what we learned today. That might be a good point, though. Because then she has the black dress. Then she has a black dress on. Maybe well, like, hey, like, I'm just, I'm yes. done, you know? Like she's in mourning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole, isn't the whole part of the, or the whole, um, when you think about the song, it's un, unrequited, or, well, unrequited. Uh, unrequited love. So she got married. She made a commitment to a love that she wasn't ready for. So basically she was dead. So don't marry a woman or she'll die. She'll die. <laughs> so or she she she'll this. die if she doesn't love you, if you force her maybe. Yeah, or is? she's the Wicked Witch of the West. We don't know. She just melts yes. in the rain. Or another theory is that, again, when we go back to that, when they get into the car right after the ceremony, she gives that look. Yeah. Is it like, hey, like, shoot, like I have this disease that I haven't told Axel and I know my days are numbered. Oh my God, she's a, she's a Jenny oh. from hey. Forrest Gump. She's <laughs> Stop. <laughs> right. I, I hate Jenny. See. So again, Axel's in a new outfit at this point. I'm going to just kind of blow past the, the HIV <laughs> thing. Um, Axel's in a new outfit. So this is outfit number seven. And Wait, can I just point out really quick? Sorry. Of course. Um, at the wedding reception, Axel Rose was very Amadeus with his like blue, his royal blue outfit with his puffy sleeves like he was Mozart or something. And, and I his just red thought, hair just stands out over the blue in, suit. Well, yeah, and I just thought it was a really interesting outfit to pick when Stephanie's in black. Yeah, it just both of their outfits I thought were just, I'm like, this is a wedding reception. It's really yeah. weird that they, I don't know. The I King of England's here. King George, is that you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I... It was Mama Fratelli. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, so at 7 minutes, 26 seconds in... Um, we're blessed with another Slash solo. Uh, now he's on top of Axel's piano back in the theater in L.A. Casting coordinator Mark Robertson said that this scene was really tough. He said with one wrong twitch and the guitarist have had a long, oh, would have had a long drop. So, again, Slash is on top of the piano. But these cameras that are filming him are on big booms. So they're kind of swinging around all sides from there's multiple cameras and they get super close to slash. They do, they do. So yeah. they said if he would have moved the wrong way or if the camera person would have like just slightly moved in the wrong direction, they could have knocked him off and like really injured him. So I like that scene a lot. I like that uh, scene a lot. The solo is awesome. I think personally the one at the church is better. Oh yeah. More iconic. I think that the visual is better, but I do like this. So Slash, to talk about him a little bit. He's almost shirtless or has his shirt open to the very last button in almost every scene. So at the wedding, his shirt's almost all the way down open. Uh, with the guitar scene in front of the church, he doesn't even have a shirt, it's just a jacket. 
So now we're at the funeral. So now we see that Stephanie, I'm guessing, has passed away. I'm not guessing. She has passed away. But Slash is, again, with a shirt completely open, tied in a knot at the bottom. I just feel like that's super disrespectful. Do you guys not think that? Or is that, we just know that Slash and it's just rock stars. The, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, part of the rock stars. what they did, you know. Yeah, like, I feel like they're always just talking. They get a pass the because, yeah, they're in a but, band. But she, but he did let her wear his hat, remember, at the Rainbow Theater? Like, they have a connection. Don't you think you feel a little more respectful about it? No, I just think that's him. I think it's just Slash being Slash. I mean, either way, it's I, Slash. I agree it. with you, Jason. Button it up. Yeah, I think you got to button it up, man. Um, eight minutes, 22. I want all y'all to be just open at my wedding. Just shirts. Hair flowing, no, sunglasses. Funeral, no, no, no. What about your funeral? Your funeral, same, funeral. same, same. Respect it. Button it up. No, I'm just kidding. No. Let, let them titties fly, gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason. Keep going. All right. Uh, eight minutes, 22 seconds. Again, we get some more rain at the funeral, which I think is, again, playing to the, the title of the song. I don't mind it, again, raining at the, the funeral. I mean, I think it's... Suits it, don't you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, I. I think you guys are. You get talked about it like it's rain again, you know. But I, I don't know. Like, I like the rain at the funeral. I do too, you know. Yeah, I it's like, like an Evanescence have song or something. <laughs> wake me up, raining? wake me up. I've never been to a funeral where it was raining, though. Have I can't you? Wake up. Yeah. Like uh, a month ago, and it was pretty epic. What you went to? What? Uh, <laughs> you went to a funeral, a, a funeral where, it was went, where it was raining. Oh, yeah. You, like, completely disregard it's, the rain. It was something almost beautiful. No, oh, it wow. is. My, uh, my uh, great uncle passed away, and we buried him in the rain, and everyone was just in the rain. No umbrellas, nothing. Yeah. yeah it was my a military first uncle, wedding. My first uncle that passed away a month and a half ago. It was a military ago. wedding? It was the I mean, same sorry, thing. military funeral. Just military pouring, funeral. and everyone just standing there, just rain falling in. And it was, like, peaceful in a weird way. Yeah. They yeah. said that. Um... Okay, so <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. Uh, I think it's poetic. poetic. Yeah. I think it's poetic. Okay. poetic. That's the word I'm going to use. Eight minutes, 30 seconds in, Axel's playing the piano. What do you guys like about his little sweep, sweep motion with his hands? Love it. I love sweeps. it. Yeah, I, love I love it. it. That's I'm a treasure it. of mine on this video. I was like, I'm going to start sweep, sweeping pianos. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Right, I guess sweep. he's really sweeping you guys off your feet. Oh, he just oh swept God. one above you, Jay. You got to come in. Come on. Come on, Jay. You got one more right. in you. I'll try. I got like a minute left of this video to figure it out. Um, so eight minutes and 35 seconds. We go back now to the original story of Axel tossing and turning in his bed. Again, this will be my last recap of the timeline. So, you know, we see love, them married, uh, rains a lot at the reception. She dies at funeral. Axel walks through. Do you remember the scene where he's walking through like the Wild West and we see the big sign of the guns? guns? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Would you think it was cheesy if they would have showed another sign that said roses? No, but no, didn't, no, no, no. But didn't they go from guns and then that's when she tossed the bouquet of roses? Yeah. So <laughs> I see what you did, or they did, and you noticed what, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, maybe that's what they were thinking. Yeah. Instead of actually putting it up there in words, they're going to yeah. actually yeah, symbolize it a little bit. So again, yeah. So flashbacks. So what they do at this part is now they flashback to Stephanie throwing the bouquet. Yes. And I think this is kind of creepy how they now show it and they cut to her, her coffin and the bouquet of flowers Land. landing on the coffin. But it's a red Is there bouquet. a symbol to that or something? No, no, it's just creepy. Well, there's no, that's just what they do. Well, no, it's a red that's, bouquet, though. That's it it changes colors, I it thought. It goes from white and when it Once lands it on the lands coffin, on the coffin, it does change from red to white. And then the November rain, the red starts yeah. to go off. The, I would say that... Um, with her being dead, maybe there's some type of life to the situation. It's not the end. And I think it shows him at the end. That baby that we saw in that one video. Yeah, kind of. But I just think that they have their own things. 
that they don't disclose. Yeah, it might yeah, be part of the. True. It might be part of the short story too. So, did we research the short story? Short I, I, secret story. Well, there, like I said, there's like a trilogy of these videos. Yeah, uh, I didn't look. I didn't read the actual story. Okay. Um, the story has a different name, but it's based loosely off of this. Okay. So I, I, I would imagine inside of that, in that story, we would find out more of what that means. But I couldn't find anything about it. We should um, watch all three. It'd probably take half an hour because I think all these are power ballads, so it'd take a long time. Um, but the movie kind of ends with Axel sitting up, sweating like crazy. I think it was written in the script that Axel rises, but a lot of people scratched out and put Axel Rose out of the bed. Um, <laughs> you gotta give a pun for that one. He's totally I'm gonna curling. give it to you, even He's though it wasn't yours. I'm one. giving it to you. And then one of the last things is you see Axel just kind of creeped, like kind of like crouched over the coffin by himself, by himself yeah. in a big cape. Some people With all the roses say, behind him. Yeah, and some people say he kind of looked like Batman. I don't know if I really saw that. Stephanie! But, and then Where it cuts she? to the, the flowers on the coffin. That's how the video ends. So I know that was kind of long and drawn out, but kind of want to go around real quick and say what our favorite part is. Well, I, I'm going guitar solo in front of the church out. You know. that's, that's what I'm going to say, it's too. It's really hard to beat that guitar solo. It's just the best. See, I actually liked, despite what I said before, of Slash looking way badass in front of the church, I actually liked him on top of Axel's piano doing the guitar solo. They don't really, sh- I mean, I, yeah. But they, like, I don't know. They don't really know. show it, him actually hitting the first key, though. That's the one thing I hate about uh, but it. But it was powerful, though, I feel it, like. It is, it is. The first drop of that uh, video was pretty exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Where you notice, you're like, this is November, hey? There you <laughs> Maybe. Go. Yeah, I, I like that, too. I like that it take a long time for the lyrics to come in. Yeah. I think my favorite part is that we see Axel and Slash, you know, out of their regular attire. I think yeah. that's kind of, like... Because I feel like now we always think of, you know, Axel with the bandanas and the glasses. We think of Slash with the hat and, su- and the sunglasses. Yeah. But, As Tyson um, said, vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of goes into my favorite part of this. I would say, awesome, you know, the church scene in front of that performing. I liked at the very end, it shows him being vulnerable in the cold as basically there was no more love to give. Oh. And you could see his breath. That was like the real only time. Oh, yeah. They wow. They make a... Make a you bring up a very part good point. Of showing that. Yeah, I just, I mean, I wish they would have wrought. So in, in the part where Axel's wearing like the, the brown leather jacket towards the beginning of the video in yeah. the church, like there is a candle going in that scene. I wish they would have incorporated that back in and maybe that going out. At the end of the video. Like, at the end or something like that. But they didn't do that. But I mean, overall, I think this video is amazing. You know, it's an amazing video. I liked it a lot. Um, for being nine minutes and 17 seconds on YouTube, I feel like we said earlier, it feels like two or three minutes. It feels like a regular video. So Speaking of time, I know we're way over time, but I want to ask one thing. Like, I've seen Slash in person at a concert. He's great. It was at a Black Eyed Peas concert when Fergie does anything. But has anyone seen Guns N' Roses live? I have here. Have you? Gosh, Shalabi. No, it there was it is. super cool. It was at Coachella, which a lot of you might think Yeah, I think I was there, there for that one. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but you were gone. Yeah, so I'm what sorry. happened, I was bawling my eyes out. Aww. Uh, FaceTiming my father, because he's the one who, who introduced me to this amazing band. But uh, I got really upset, not upset, but I was dumbfounded on how half of that, it was the biggest area that, that Coachella has. The main stage. Has. Yeah, the main stage. Okay. It was halfway filled. I was way at the back, of course, because I was bawling like a little child. <laughs> so I didn't want to see anyone because I don't look good crying. <laughs> and then right after that was uh, DJ Calvin Harris. 
the entire thing was filled three times over, and I was like, "You guys don't know good music." Duh, I was you gotta, yelling at, but yelling think at about, people. But think you about, guys do not understand what music is. I felt so. But up. think about the main demographic for Coachella. It's yeah. not going to be a lot of well, people that appreciate yeah. that yeah, kind of music. And I, that my dad was like, "Are yeah. you serious?" Like, you your dad probably wanted to go. Find and out I, but I have yeah. something to say because when I went to see the Black Eyed Peas, right. Um, Slash comes on and by that time no one knew who, and he's doing guitar solos with Fergie so they all leave and I'm up front and everyone's like who is this guy and I'm like what? <laughs> what? Like, yeah well they're there to see Black Eyed Peas they don't know who Slash is you I know? always like, pick Slash on Guitar Hero he's my favorite Yeah, you can't you can't have a lot of crossover with uh, you can't have like cross generational performances at like a festival or a concert because like there are some people that are, that are just not gonna care because they don't know I and agree like at a certain extent. Yeah, like it's just something like Guns and Roses. No, but I mean, no, but I'm I'm You've telling you. You've heard of them at Coles. No, what I'm telling you, <laughs> what I'm telling, and State of Brothers. <laughs> what I'm shout out to Southern California and, and Walgreens and Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. Shout um, out to but uh, no, what I'm saying is that when when you have cross generational concerts or festivals, like you run the risk of a lot of new people not knowing who a lot of the older acts are. Like you know, I'm a huge hip hop fan, and I've been places where. You know, you have like newer artists and then De La Soul shows up and nobody knows who the fuck De La Soul is. And I, and, and in my mind, I'm like, how the fuck do you not know who De La Soul is? I don't but, know who that is. But I, yeah, but I have to I have to realize that, like, you know, if you weren't raised on older music, relatively older music, you're not going to appreciate what you're seeing on stage. I, I think like if you put Guns N' Roses at a concert with other same generational acts drake was up after that by the way well, yeah i mean but that's, if that's guns a- and roses goes on stage at Ozfest, everyone goes nuts yeah. right, is what you're saying oh, because yeah. everyone yeah no no i get what you're no, what saying I'm, yeah what i'm saying is like cross-generational yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have like the amount of people that would recognize slash on stage or would know guns and roses at coachella isn't going to be a large amount when you compare the amount of people that Coachella actually markets to. They're going to market to the Calvin Harris crowd. Yeah, and you're, you know? you're a lot more informed on this, but I just, I, I couldn't get over it. I was like, how is no, it No, I feel you. I feel you. Purple. I, feel, I feel you, bro. You guys don't know. I, I feel like maybe when Coachella first started. Maybe that would have been it. That would have been, you would have got a bigger draw. You would have had more people, more fans there of Guns N' Roses actually going. But now it's. But the, now it's it's yeah. it's just not that. So I think yeah. that's why they had the old Cella, you know, a couple years ago. They, they're they doing different mm-hmm. things because that that demo, that whole concert, that entire, you know, two weekends is completely different than when it started. So Yeah. And, uh, you know, prime example, like when Outkast performed a couple years ago, like I was watching it live on YouTube. Yeah, you were there. I, I can see your hand motions. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like I'm watching at home on YouTube and like the crowd isn't saying any of the songs. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like Outkast is one of my favorite rap groups of all time. Sure. But I have to realize that as a child of the 90s who grew up on them, a lot of these kids that were born in the 90s aren't going to have that same kind of reverence for that group. So you have to realize that when you have cross-generation performances, people just aren't going to be with it. They're not going to be with that shit, which is unfortunate, you know? What I want to say is Guns N' Roses are badass. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And I think we'll end on that note. Uh-